Conference championship recaps. Um, yeah, we get into it. There's only obviously only two of our teams were in it, Georgia and Clemson. So we'll start with the Clemson UNC game. Goodbye, DJ. That's yeah, for real. We just have to get that off our chest first. And I'll say this: like DJ was vastly improved this year. Like, I mean, everything about what he did, especially the first half of the season, was really, really good. There was but a point where we were talking about should he be considered. You were for the asking Heisman. about him in the Heisman, dude. Yeah, that was you. <laughs> I know. I remember I that. I, I think I pumped the brakes on that. I hope I did. But anyways, he. I mean, he played his ass off beginning the year. There's no doubt about it. He did. So yeah. it's kind of like, of course, Cade wasn't going to play. And then at the end of the year, they said they tried to put him in against Notre Dame, and obviously we're backed up. He throws a pick immediately. Down fourteen to seven against Notre Dame, the way we were playing when they scored again twenty one seven, the game was over. Yeah. And then you have the end of the South Carolina game, and people are like, you know, he should have played the second half against South Carolina. Like, DJ didn't play good for a couple games, but then Louisville and Miami, he kind of leveled off. Like we had turnovers and stuff, but he he really he really played pretty well. Yeah. Um, so people are just like so quick to want to put Kate in, but honestly, I think. Regardless of timing, just about the game itself, I mean, holy shit, like, y'all have no idea how cathartic that was. It was probably like the Tennessee game for you, where your quarterback's finally just out there humming it. Like, yeah, just going off. Yes, yeah. yes. Because for me, like, I am I got used to that for a long time. So now it's like, yes, maybe we're back. So that's yeah, the immediate, like, jerk reaction. And, uh, and he snapped. I'm just, I mean, you got to leave it there. 20 of 24 for what? 260-something. Um, I mean, had a touchdown rushing and passing. He just – our whole offense just, like, comes alive when he's on the field. It really, I mean, like, it some, was a noticeable change once Cade came on the field versus when DJ was out there. He just he just got some juice. And, and really the thing about it is I feel like he's got so much more urgency that, like, everybody else around him is like, all right, let's go, let's go. Where DJ is just kind of lethargic. Like, nothing he does is – it's fast. I mean, and that's, that's not true. necessarily yeah. a knock. Like some of the, but just the way Cade runs the offense, like, you know, riding the mesh point, actually being able to keep it like horizontally. DJ's never going to run laterally on a read. If, if it's a, if it's a power read, then yeah, he can, but he's never going to like beat anybody to the edge. Cade can do that. Like he's, he's fat. I mean, hell, he caught a pass for what, 25 yards? So he can run. And that that obviously just opens up the offense so much that even though we're not really running a lot of different plays um, than we were when we had DJ, like just the way that the plays look. And then you can do some other like little stuff off of it. Like we had a couple like they were switch routes to the boundary, like really quick decisions 
And, you know, Cade was running those in, like, RPOs. Like, dude, we would never ask DJ to run those. He would never yeah. get that ball out. So it's, like, little things like that you start to see already. So, like I said, my knee-jerk reaction was, like, holy fuck, let's go. We're back. We got another one. But really, I mean, look at what DJ did in 2020. So I'm kind of, like, I'm kind of really pumping the brakes on this. You also, also you, you also got to look at what the carry on joiner did to that same one, well, I guess not same defense, but I That's mean, not, nine That's for nine, it. like 160 or 70 yards and a couple touchdowns. Yep. You're absolutely right. They're the 121st ranked pass defense and they didn't have Tony Grimes or storm duck. They're top two corners who are both in the portal. They didn't yeah. have either one. Of them. So we had, and, and, and granted they were 121st because their backups had played a lot. Yeah. So, and because their starters just weren't that good. So a really bad secondary without arguably their two best players, certainly their two best corners. And I mean, so it's really weak defense, long story short. That's the other thing. And I'm also sitting here thinking, you know, they told us all summer that Cade, like it was a competition, but Cade wasn't really like, he wasn't there. Then all he did, like when he would come in in games, I mean, you think about it, he had the one like, like lightning bolt drive at the end of the Georgia Tech game where he came in and we just marched down the field with a bunch of walk-ons against some starters for Tech. So it's not like they have anyways. It is on. weird. It is weird that after like, that, like he just, he hasn't played. And when he has played, it's been very like, like clench your butt hole kind of like scary. Like you're, you make me nervous kind of deal. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know if I've, I feel like every time he's gotten <clears> in the game, it's just kind of, I mean, they've definitely limited him like with play, call, like play calling wise. Before right. before the North Carolina, I feel like North Carolina game, they just kind of put him in there and let him let him just kind of play football, you know. But before that, so that's was, that's yeah, yeah, that's, that was sort that's, of a condensed playbook. But it still seemed like he gave a spark to the offense whenever he came in now, this season. No, well, so that's the thing. Like his his play was like really sporadic because, like I said, he had that really good drive the opener against Tech. Then he came in against Furman and Louisiana Tech and was like taking sacks and, like, throwing late across the middle, just like, dude, what are you What are you doing? Like, you were supposed to be five. We can go. Then against, you know, Boston College, he comes in at the end of the game, and they run, like, two read options with him and take him out. Then Syracuse comes in and throws four passes a whole second half, and one of them was a two-point conversion. So it's like they obviously don't trust him. Yeah. Then, then he comes in at Notre Dame and throws a pick backed up deep, and you're like, so everything they told us was, okay, it isn't ready. The little bit I had seen of him, I'm like, Cade is not ready. Like, we need DJ to just, like, get his shit together. Yeah. That's what we need. But – and then and then all of a sudden, Cade – but here's the other thing. Apparently, they told Cade that he was getting the third series of the game. And, you know, word on the street is that he took, you know, a lot more first-team reps. They didn't say it was 50-50, but they said he took a lot more first-team reps in practice. So it's kind of like he has a whole week to prepare versus us just kind of like throwing him in the game when it's kind of like, right. you know, a fucked up situation. Because he gets to come in. It's early in the game. It's scripted. It's against a, a booty hole defense. Like, there's a lot of things that were working in Cade's favor for him to come out and play well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Credit to him, though. He balled. I, I, I can't hold it. He balled. But as much as I want to, like, fist pump and say, like, we're back, the – the reality is, I mean, it's a bad defense. It's, is, it's a it's a defense that they didn't prepare for. Did you see what Mac Brown said after the game about that? What about DJ? <clears throat> he said, "So I'm not going to quote it verbatim, obviously, but basically what he said was is that their defense 
was basically counting on the fact that DJ wasn't going to play well. They, you know, he was like, you know, he had been struggling and literally I mean, like, that's fair though. He was like, literally, you know, the last couple of weeks we've had backup quarterbacks beat us that were very efficient. He was like, we just didn't, we didn't think DJ would be able to do that. So the first couple of drives come out three and outs and he's like, we're good. He was like, I honestly did not expect Dabo to make the switch because of some of the things I just said, just lack of playing time with Cade. There's, I mean, he said he just didn't believe Dabo would, would do it. So then they bring in Cade, who's a whole different kind of quarterback, and they're really like, oh, well, what now? Yeah. So it just kind of makes situations like, like a bad situation worse. But I'm pumping but the brakes also- on Cade right now. So the Tennessee game is an interesting matchup because they're also like a very similar defense. So yeah, it's kind I mean, of they're like, better. Th- they're better than UNC, but yeah. A step oh, for, up, sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But in turn, but I'm just kind of thinking in terms of like overall pass defense, they're not they're not exactly a a shining star themselves. So yeah, and I, I mean, don't know. It was it's good to pump the brakes, but also like he did go off. So like, there's no negatives to draw from it. It's not like he went out there and was struggling against that defense. Like, he went out there and went crazy on them. So, that's only a good sign. Correct. But, but like, I mean, <clears throat> that's the thing. We'll see. I'm, there's definitely a lot more excitement right now. Obviously, just the way the offense looks when he came in the game. The fact that he balled. It's kind of like every – we're kind of like riding this little high right now. So yeah. I'm really interested to see if – Kind of how the bowl game goes. Cause if you can ride that into the offseason, like that's a big deal for recruiting. You got a freshman that everybody's like, yeah, he's gonna go off. Like that's that can help you. Yeah. You know, people mm-hmm. are like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over here and play for him or play with him. So yeah. you never know. But that's that's what I got to say. You know who he reminded me of, just like the way he looked when he was playing, not like skill wise or anything, just like literally how he looked when he was playing. Luke Doty a little bit. Just like the way, you know, and not again, not skill level. Just like no, no, no. I understand how what you're they saying. how just, they run just stylistically. Just, yeah, like, yeah. You know the one that I thought of. Well, well, okay. Granted, this was not my initial take, but there was a um, there was somebody on Rivals that did like a uh, like a profile of Clubman because a recruit or whatever, and one of the uh, they they compared him to a couple of different people. Um, one of them was like Russell Wilson. Uh, I saw another one that uh that said Cam Rising, and how accurate is that shit? Yeah, have y'all watched Utah play? Yeah, like after watching you, like obviously I saw Cam Rising at the end of last year in the Rose Bowl, so I knew he was kind of like run around, like you know, fun and gun kind of quarterback. But that's literally how Cade looks when he runs too. Yeah, I agree. And also, also. Last thing they said, they got Cade listed at six two, bro. He's literally the like he's like this much taller than Shipley side by side in the back. <laughs> so it's like, dude, you're yeah, no shot. You're more than six foot. Yeah, but anyways, they always do I that don't shit know. though. Anyways, another ACC champion ch- championship for Clemson. That's their you know hundredth in a row or whatever. Um, I guess moving on to Georgia. Finally got that SEC championship. What do you think, Manny? Well, I mean, uh, like like last year, y'all lost but won the Natty. So it was yeah. like you're missing, you missing one thing last season, and that's the SEC championship. First one in five years. Um, you know, we, we kind of expected what happened. 
Um, we knew that Aspenium was gonna gonna come the way it did, but yeah, it um, honestly played out the way people thought. <laughs> what yeah. people didn't expect, I'm sure, is Nussmeyer to come in and just start throwing bombs everywhere. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Um, I didn't expect us to put up fifty. Uh, first off. Second off, there are a lot of things that scared me in the second half of that game because um, the whole third quarter when Nussmeier first, you know, came out there and started spinning that spinning that bitch, um, and we had all our starters in the whole third quarter. We didn't have backups come in until the fourth, and he was throwing the ball left and right. Um, they spread us out. And he was just humming it. I mean, he 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 had a really pretty ball. I don't know if y'all watch much much of him. Oh, he was out. He was absolutely spinning it. Oh yeah, he did. He, I mean, he's gonna be. I mean, y'all know who his dad is, right? Yeah. Isn't it uh, Brett or Bert? Uh, no, it was was either his dad or his grandpa was. uh, I think Steve Nussmeyer or whatever. He was the uh, offensive coordinator at LSU right before Joe Brady. I thought they were. I thought they were. I thought they were co-OCs in that 2019 year. Maybe they were. Maybe they actually. Neither was a Nussmeyer at LSU. I just didn't remember what what his role was. Um, but yeah, he they spread us out once they brought him in because they're like, you know, we don't have anything else to do. We might as well sling it, right? Um, they were also down a considerable amount, so they were like, just go out there and throw it 80 yards. They uh, the way they spread us out, they put a lot of uh pressure on our safeties, uh, Chris and Malachi, and they haven't really seen that all year. Um, but they got targeted and combined 11 times, uh, allowing eight receptions for 123 yards and two touchdowns. Um, and that's that's not really good. Uh, Keely Ringo also kind of got abused in the game as well. Um, that was probably the worst game I've ever seen him play. Uh, he was targeted 12 times, allowed six catches for 130 yards. Um, PFF didn't count that last touchdown on him and counted it on Malachi, which um, I get it because we it technically was zone. Um, but at the same time, Keeley could have came back a lot more and made a play on it instead of walking the back of the end zone. But anyways, um, <laughs> I would have put it on Keeley. But, um, yeah, it was – I mean, now, you know, obviously we'll talk about the upcoming games uh, later on, um, but it scares me for the for the future. Um, there's only probably two teams that – two teams left that can do that, and really we're playing the best one um, first. Oh, State. Yeah, they can sling it all over yeah. the field. Um, I mean, TCU's got dogs at receiver as well, so – Yeah. Um. You know, it's it's one of those things. Hopefully, they work on. Another thing that scares me is, um, but he did have a lot better game against LSU. Um, is Chaz Chambliss. Um, he finally got after the quarterback a little bit. He had a sack. Um, he looked like he was playing a lot better and just a lot more free. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, the last couple games, he's had to step up. He's I guess because he's never really had like a starting role, so he's kind of nervous and making sure he was crossing the T's and dotting the I's, but yeah, he didn't want to mess up and get dragged off the field. Exactly. So against LSU, you kind of just let it loose and you see more relax and it looked good, but, um, you know, Stetson Bennett had a great game. Um, 
Kendall Milton. I don't know how, but he was a leading rusher. Um, you know, he's still slow. <laughs> um, on that break, on that break off, break off run he had where he didn't get touched, he got, you know, tracked down. It's just sad. We don't have a guy that can in the in the backfield right now that can just turn on the burners and run run by everyone like we used to used to having. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's not much else to say about it, honestly. Um, kind of knew what was going to happen going into it, and it happened. Uh, it was funny, though. I loved how uh, Kirby kept <laughs> Kelly in check. Um, when they went, when they scored, I think it was, I think it was 35-10, and they scored, or no, it was 35-17, and they scored another touchdown um they went for two uh might have been 40 17 but they went for two and uh they missed it and uh, so the next time we scored we went for two um just kind of put him in his place and it was kind of funny um it wasn't like a fuck you it was just like hey man like if you're gonna do it we can do it too like it was definitely you're, down by, you're, you're, you're down by 20 you don't need to go for two you just need to get the ball and score again um, so yeah, I mean, it was, it was fun to watch at first and then, you know, it kind of got out of hand. Um, but I think the, the Nuss bus is one the LSU fans are going to ride for a little bit. Yeah, longer. it was, it was, it was like y'all were destroying them and like it was fun to watch and then it wasn't fun to watch. And then Nussmeyer came in and it was kind of funny, even though they weren't ever going to win, but just watching him sling it yeah. was, was still pretty fun. So. He was slinging it. Well, yeah, I guess with that being said, what should we – I think we leave bowl game previews for a little bit later. Yeah, I mean, we got They're not weeks. for another, yeah. <laughs> um, What else do we want to get into? I guess we'll we haven't talked about the playoff, the final four teams. Obviously, Georgia won, Michigan two, TCU stayed at three, which was surprising. But also hate, nice for me. I hate I hate how they say, um, like the uh, what's the guy? I think the guy's name is Boo, the college football playoff commissioner. Or I've no the, idea. He was on ESPN talking um, after Sunday, and I think his name is Boo. Um, but he came out and was saying like. Because um, when in my initial thought, I thought TCU was going to drop to four and Ohio State go two three. Yeah. Um, and then he comes on there and he says, you know, TCU didn't drop because of blah blah blah. They pre- he pretty much just like we know that you don't want the rematch. Like you know, you want to save it till the championship game, wasn't, like Alabama Georgia. Yeah, wasn't he asked about that though? Yeah, and he and he, he was like, like, "No, that was never in consideration." Exactly. He goes, <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> he goes around it saying like, "Oh no, we thought TCU was blah 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 blah," and like trying to make a reasonable explanation. Like, dude, we know that's why you didn't drop TCU. You can't lose and not move. Like, you know, it's just that yeah. it's, it's funny, but at the same time, I think they I think they got it right. I mean, you can't let Alabama in. I'm, no. You can make you can make a case for it. I don't care, but they have two losses. I mean, you can't you right. can't win in a two loss team. It's just how it is. Right, I agree. 
Um, what else? What else we got? Clemson going to the Orange Bowl against Tennessee. They're about to wax Tennessee. You think? Dude, Milton is trash. Yeah, he has a cannon though. He does have it's a not cannon. not accurate, but he <laughs> like has a Sin- cannon. Like Sid said, he's just going to keep throwing it in the fucking student section. <laughs> yeah, he South- puts that bitch high and away. Ain't nobody uh-huh. touching it. Who's, fav- who's favorite in that game right now? I haven't looked at the spread for that game. Uh, it's probably yeah, not even on ESPN either. yet. No, of course it's not. Oh, yes, it is. Hold on. Um, Clemson's favored by six and a half. I mean, really, if you look at it, I don't see why they wouldn't be. What is what is Tennessee going to be able to do? They ain't going. They ain't going to be able to run. No, and you're relying on yeah. Milton. Yeah, I mean Milton would have to go off. Wait, is Hyatt is Hyatt playing, or he opt out yet? He hadn't opted out yet. That I've seen at least. He did win is, the Benaric tonight, though. Is is Hyatt not a sophomore? I think he's a redshirt sophomore. He's draft eligible. He is draft eligible. Yeah. yeah. Well, he just signed a new NIL deal, so I was kind of confused. Oh, yeah. He might stay just because of that, honestly. I don't know, though. I would – it would be hard for him to replicate this season. It would also be hard for him to opt out of this bowl and then play again next year. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, um, all right, you boys uh, go have fun. <laughs> Fall camp. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, we got we can talk uh, about the we can talk about the Heisman. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But I was just South Carolina versus Notre Dame in the Gator Bowl. Really intriguing matchup that we'll get into later. But Are you uh, are you going? Probably, yeah. Wait, where are y'all at, Jacob? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Oh yeah, you should definitely go to that. Notre Dame favored by three, which has probably dropped since Notre Dame's had some you know attrition in the portal at one in the portal and just opting out for NFL reasons. But I'm interested to see if we get to a point where if there's a team that's like, hey, we don't have a solid roster with enough depth that we can go play. Yeah, with this whole transfer portal thing. Yeah, dude, especially. I mean, there's Alabama, Mississippi State, A and M. I mean, there are ten guys on each team that. A and M and Florida both lost fifteen the first day, I think. Yeah, I mean it's it's crazy. But yeah, let's. I'm, uh, sure, we'll, I'm sure we'll have a lot more after the playoff. Yeah, I mean, every every team is going to have some. I don't think any team's just going to go a year without having anybody transfer. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't just, think you see you a, a bunch it's... of. I don't think you see a bunch of guys from Georgia like, "Hey, I'm bouncing," and guys going to the SEC and stuff, but. Guys that want to go play somewhere, right? Lower level, those right. are the kind of guys that will leave from Georgia. Yeah, yeah, like, we, yeah. that's why the graphics are like this is why this place is different. Zero people in the portal, bro. You're in the playoffs because you're about to play in the natty, bro. You're about to win a national. <laughs> Who's to win national yeah. championship? Who's, like, Who's about to leave right now? Yeah. You, you don't make any sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, one, one, one guy's left. Um, and I'm actually, I don't blame him. Um, it was like you said, it was just one of those guys that was never gonna get never gonna crack the two deep. He was never gonna get good playing time. He got garbage playing time, but who is it? He got got, uh, Will Norton or Bill Norton. 
Um, he was the he was the white defensive lineman, the only white defensive lineman that would come in number forty five. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah yeah okay. Um, but yeah, he'll go. He'll probably go to a smaller school and probably get a lot more playing time. So yeah. But like someone like uh, Brock Vandegrift, bro. He's probably leaving. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's no shame to leave, bro. Like, you're not going to play probably. I mean, he's going to ride this fucking playoff out. Right, yeah. right, I right, mean, right. I don't know so why. I don't... What's the difference? People are like, he, we don't have anybody leaving, blah, blah, blah. Okay, what's the difference in you leaving after the first game? Yeah. What what Or leaving after the conference championship. If you're going to leave, you're not going to do either one. You're going to stick around because you're not going anywhere until, you know, spring. So you're going to stick around until after you get that national championship ring, put that mission on your hand and be like, all right. Dude. <laughs> Time to leave. <laughs> yeah, you get a free trip to, you know, well, you're not hot to travel far for the playoff, but then you get a free trip to California. Oh, yeah, L.A., baby. Yeah. In I the mean, new stadium. Yeah. I'm, I'm at least hanging around for the party, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because if you're coming from Georgia, if, you, if you're not expecting to go start somewhere in the SEC – all those group of five teams and stuff, or maybe even lower if you have to go, they're going to take your ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's going to be a spot. And you're never going to see that that level of, you know, w- level of winning ever again. You know you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. never – if you go to a smaller school, you're not going to make it to the championship again. So you might as well take your free ride and then leave. Yeah. 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 Because here's the other thing, like, they're talking about kids getting lost in the portal. And, like, you have to think, that's kind of a legit scary thing. 750-something guys the first day. Like, I get it. It's probably not realistic for some guys to get lost in there. But, damn it, if your name ain't, you know, really popular, it doesn't really stick out, they, you, you could find yourself in a bad situation. So, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, let's let the if you're from Georgia, let the dust settle a little bit with this whole portal thing. After you win a national championship, when it opens back up again, put your name in there and you're a fresh name in there, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think we got a big issue though. But I mean, if shit, look at a team like Alabama. Alabama had has had what sixteen so far, something like that. They lost their starting guard. They're they're uh the uh, I can't remember his name now, but he's going to Kentucky. They're starting offensive tackle. Brockmeyer or whatever his name yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, Brockmeyer. Yeah, he's going to Kentucky. Like, what's going? What's the what's the point? Treshawn Holden's gone. JoJo Earl's gone. Like all these guys have played. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe Saban's going to retire. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just offered another. Five years of paying that man nine million, ten million dollars, whatever it is. If he uh, if he doesn't if he doesn't make it again next year, I mean it's just gonna it's just gonna keep happening. These kids are gonna be wanting to come to Bama and they're not gonna make it to the playoff and then leave. I'm fine with that. That's what I mean, that's what's happening right now. All these kids wanted to make the playoff and they didn't, so they left. Yeah. That's why that's why they, they join Bama. I mean, I don't blame them. Yeah. But. Let's uh, let's get into Heisman talk. Who did? I mean, if any, we, so we, we know who you want to win. Well, yeah, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. I'm. I was shocked. Um, I'll put you this. 
I'll put it to you this way. If you, when you're talking about an individual award and you're basing it completely on statistics, absolutely not. Stetson Bennett should be in discussion. He shouldn't have been invited. If you're basing it solely on stats, Okay. Well, it's just like Hendon Hooker. But when a guy like that, you look at the description of the Heisman. I mean, yeah, when a guy like that gets invited, you're like, okay, they're not totally looking at, you know, comparing apples to apples. I mean, they're looking you know, at the best players one. on the best team. Yeah, they're looking at the best players on the best team. That's why Penix didn't get it. Yeah, I mean, what what's and the, the last, didn't get it. The last Hooker, three, Hooker, last Hooker was what, the one that Stetson, upsets me because. Go ahead, Jacob. Stetson, Duggan, and and uh, oh, Caleb Williams and Caleb. CJ Stroud. Are they yeah. all? Is it all four of them? Yeah. So it's all like, I mean, it's all playoff teams. Southern Cal didn't make the playoffs, but they're close enough. And it's yeah, just well, like, he's going to win. All it. the, it's so all that's... the best teams. Yeah. yeah. And Caleb Williams want, is going to win. I want Max Absolutely. Duggan to win it. Max Duggan shouldn't win it, but I want Are we Max sure that Caleb Williams is going to win it? I, yeah, I, don't I mean, think, based on who he's I don't up see against. CJ winning it. I don't really see Stetson winning it. I don't see Max Duggan winning it. It's it's only Caleb Williams, I feel like. You, okay, but here's the thing, and there's another weird conversation. Do you think if TCU wins because of Max Duggan last conference championship weekend, do you think I think he it's wins a different it? I, I think it's a different I think it's a different sure. conversation. I think he wins. And he's yeah. still, he's in, still as, played really well. That way as long as because I think I think TCU being undefeated at that point is more impressive than Caleb Williams throwing to Jordan Addison the five games a year that he's actually healthy to play. Yeah. So it's kind of because I mean, like USC was out there, dude. They they were scoring a hundred points on Colorado. Like they they really beat the shit out of some people. Yeah. So I mean, they had the style points, but in terms of, like TCU being undefeated was way more impressive to me. And Duggan has That's... to be his stats had to be somewhat comparable anyway, because he he went off. Yeah, he has pretty good stats. I think that's what's kind of frustrating is the definition of the Heisman and what how people consider it is different across the board. And so you know that like Duggan had a bad game across that's the other thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he how, just lost. how many I would be interested to see how many Heisman winners were a part of two two or more lost teams recently. Can't recently? No. It, it would be almost <laughs> back in the day all that, time that it would happened. be almost I feel like back in the day that happened. More often, for sure, but not more often, but not much. Yeah. So it's, I mean, yeah, obviously, if you're a better player and worthy of getting Heisman, you elevate your team. But at a certain point, like if you and like like Devinny said, stats wise, if you look at a stat, the kid I saw that it was like a, a joke, right? But like North Texas sort of quarterback had literally the same exact stat line, just no interceptions. And it's like you know, are we basing this off stats or are we basing this off you know, their team's in the playoff content as a playoff contender. And I think one of the reasons why Georgia is a playoff contender is one, you know, they have way better talent than everybody across the board. But also, I mean, Stetson plays good enough football to put you in a position to a, you're not really ever in a chance to lose a game. So I do think he has something to do with it, but it's just a very weird conversation to have. And then you get on the radio, like I heard people on the radio talking today, and they're like, you know, like if I was a voter, I wouldn't vote for Caleb Williams because of what he puts on his fingernails. It's like, okay. <laughs> What's, yeah. the, what's your definition here? Like, you're mad because – I mean, and I I don't know if I disagree or agree with that, but that's – what are you considering for the Heisman Trophy winner? So, it's just kind of yeah. a weird conversation. I would I would argue this year there's not 
a guy not a clear favorite. Exactly. There's not that, a guy that, wow, yeah. that wows you this year. Like we had Lamar Jackson, we had Johnny Manziel. You know, we had guys that were just freak athletes, and you're like, oh, he's he's a shoe in, right? Yeah. Like, we don't really have that this year. But that's also, why there's so much discussion. That's so on par for what we've seen across college football all year, anyways. Honestly, though, yeah, it's been it's been kind of. It's been kind of, there's not like, I mean, week there's week, it, it, I mean, shit can hit the fan, right. and it there's, did every. There's yeah. Georgia, right? Like you, you got a 95 percent chance or a confidence level of like, yeah, Georgia's going. Yeah, but even dude, game. even Georgia's looked human at times. At yeah, time. right. I, Big yeah. games, they look good, but Georgia's not as dominant. The Kentuckys, as the Missouris. Stuff right, like that, yeah. So but that's it's just, not a shot. That's just like I mean, so then you kind of lost to Missouri, so it's not a shot. It's just you know. Well, fair enough. <laughs> I just I, I don't know. I honestly kind of hope that they that Divini, I hope y'all dog Ohio State. I'll say I mean, that. I hate Ohio State. I would I would really like to see a rematch of y'all against Michigan because I think those are the two best teams. I think yeah, TCU I you're just throwing deep balls would. Get their shit wrecked so bad up up front, it would be like Tennessee. I mean, it would just be I a think, deal break. I think that my family might be the only family in the nation that has a house divided with TCU and Michigan. <laughs> yeah, in South Carolina. Yeah, in Matt, South Carolina. That's a Michigan fan. Matt is. Yeah. Oh yeah. You remember? You remember when I talked shit last year on this pod after we beat him? Oh I, yeah. I, Actually, I think I knew that. Yeah. So that'll be that'll be interesting. It'll be fun. I mean, I think that gives TCU the best chance. Damn, y'all got three in the portal. I mean, in the uh, not the portal. Y'all got three teams in the the playoff in your family, Jacob. Yeah, everybody in South Carolina should have been. If it was a playoff, (laughs) South Carolina's play us now. South Carolina's in. You got got, 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 vote them in. You got uh, Jacob's sisters, TCU, Michigan for Matt, Jacob, Georgia. That's uh, right. I'm no Georgia fan. Uh, I'll be. I'll, I'll, we get, there was we a got point. some text messages to to prove this year. There was a point on November fifth where you were absolutely a Georgia fan. <laughs> <laughs> what beyond a shadow of a doubt? Shoot, if Kay didn't snap, you might be one too, Sam. I still might be one, bro. <laughs> Jury's still out, baby. I'm rocking with winners only from now on. So next year we're gonna see. Shit, Athens is closer anyway. I might get season tickets. <laughs> just, dude, just pull up on me on Fridays. Me and you will go. Yeah, get get two. Just get two seasons. Yeah, we'll just watch Brock go crazy out there. All right, what else do we want to get into here? Um, Deion Sanders, Colorado, building an absolute oh no powerhouse staff. Here's the thing about that <clears throat> is – this could be go really well for him, right? With the staff he's putting together. But if he puts I together, I just want to watch it burn, though. If he's putting together the <laughs> staff he is, and it goes to hell, I mean, it's over, right? Like, ain't no, oh well, he had this, he had that. Like, dude is putting together a staff. It's going to be reality TV up in this bitch. That's what's okay. Really is okay. Okay. When's the uh, when's the last time you watched a Colorado game where they had a primetime game? You know who's gonna have all the damn problems? Bro, they're gonna have game day week one. So yeah, there people gonna be when they have Caleb Williams as their quarterback. They're gonna have game day week. (laughs) Nah, bro, their quarterback Shador. Fun fact, last time, fact. Sorry, last time we played Colorado, we lost. 
I don't know if I've yeah, ever I watched that. Colorado play football. That was the, the only time I have is when they beat us. Like 09, in Colorado. 08, 09, AJ Green. You know, he had, a, he had a nasty catch in that game, though. Well, we still lost. AJ did? Yeah. Was that Joe Cox that started that game? On his highlight tape. Huh? Was that Joe Cox or am I tripping? Who was that? Anyways, moving on. I'm trying to I'm trying to prove that I'm a dog fan right now. Um do y'all did y'all see the bad look of the AD? Like in a close interview together. And they don't have the money. How do you pay for this? And he's like, Oh, we don't have the money yet, but I know the money's gonna come in. Like (laughs) all righty. Sounds like smart. And he, he's, he's, I mean, that's the that's the thing though. Like, did you see how many? Gonna the, have, did you see they win season, the season ticket sales already? Yeah, season ticket sales are way up. Well, they do. They they probably are at an all time low. All they all it takes is to get a little bit of interest. They were they've been fucking terrible. If you look at since I did not realize since two thousand five they've had two winning seasons. Yeah, how, that's how bad. are they not the worst Power Five program in the country? I mean, we talk about Kansas. That's the worst. Kansas had us fooled this year. It was Aaron Murray. Murray. Is this freshman year? I was tripping. Yeah, that was freshman year, Aaron Murray. Yeah. 2010. Um, I think. Was that, was that his freshman year? Anyways, continue. How do y'all feel about Prime walking in and saying, look, y'all, he's gonna, y'all, he, y'all start? He's going to bring the money. Portal. He's yeah. going to bring the recruits. He's going to bring the swag. But can he coach discipline? Like, is he going to throw a team out there that's just talented, more talented than the teams they play, and win like against <laughs> Jacksonville State oh, I... or, or Jackson State? Or is he going to go out there and, you know, coach a very well-disciplined team who's good at the little things, you know, and – you know, I just want to see how he can coach at that level. Yeah, that's well, that's fair. Is, say, is, but I think at the same time, he's not he's not like he's not a Kirby. He's more like a Dabo. He's he's never yeah. been a coordinator. Like he's a head coach. He's there to yeah. recruit. He's there to get everybody hyped up. Because that's the other thing, dude. Like, I mean, Kirby be having them boys locked in, but when you have Dion that you know he's about to like you about to just swag out on the field, like I mean, there's something about that too that just I mean it's, it's gonna be play for that. It's going to be interesting to see if he can build, like, the culture or if there's just going to be too much noise because he, he well, does make I, a lot of stuff about himself. Uh, at the whole so, intro no, that's, meeting, that's going to be the case. That's what I'm the saying. It's going to be a soap meeting yeah. was, was – he, he literally said, I, I didn't, I'm not doing this for a bag. I already got that. And it's like I, – I don't know. I, I thought some of the comments were super, like, off-putting. And obviously he don't really give a shit about those kids at Colorado now, right? Like, he, if they leave – who, who cares? But it is going to be interesting to bring every single piece from outside the program, put it together, and you already got a guy that is probably not going to build the strongest, like, team culture and see how well that goes, right? Like, every single piece of that starting line. But that was never the problem at Jackson State. Like, those teams never, like, imploded. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was there for yeah, but three a lot years. Of those kids, I feel like a lot, if the yeah, culture was – A lot of those kids were there, though. They didn't bring a ton of transfers. In. Like, if you listen to the video, a lot of these kids are like, you know, when I was here before, we weren't good, and you came in. So, like, I mean, when he goes to Colorado, he's either bringing kids from Jackson State or every single other kid is probably going to be a transfer if they're playing from all over the place. Yeah. That's a lot of mixing kids in. 
I mean, yep, I mean, you got that's what spring balls. You'll figure it out. <laughs> I, I don't disagree. I, I'm just thinking like it's not going to be simple. Like people are like, oh, he's going to have whatever player he wants in their planet. I don't think it's just, just going to be as simple as lining up and beating the next. Person. I agree, but I also think the the way that he's going after like NFL experienced coaches is he's going to run this like an NFL team. I mean, every year is just going to be like a slot machine of portal talent. Yeah. You just let Dion go get them. Dion's just going to be on Twitter DMing, you know, he ain't hard to find. So it's like he's supplying the talent and he's got a staff. He's building a staff that, I mean, we collectively we don't know what they'll be, but we all know that they at least have been in the past like damn good coaches. Yeah, so, individually they're accomplished. Correct. We don't know some of the parts, is, but right. on paper, if, if Dion can supply the talent and these guys coach to the level that we think we're – that they're capable of coaching to, then I, mean, I really don't see how you miss when you look at what USC did. Look at how they replaced what forty something players in that roster last off off season. Half of it, Dion's gonna with the guys that he brings from Jackson State. Say he brings his top ten, then you have a handful that stay. Can he rise? Shit, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. That's what that seems to like. That seems to be the biggest obstacle to me. How do you even get enough bodies? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, what else? What else? They we said got? they've had they they said they've had mm-hmm. over two hundred guys reach out that were in the portal to try to come there. So, I mean, I feel like they'll have the end. Right? Yeah. What else we I got? Know. I, I would say one of the. Transfer portal, I would say one of the bigger shocking things is if we, we've yet to have a guy that has contributed or like as, as a starter into the portal, which is kind of weird. Well, Jeff Sims. We've got – well, Jeff Sims. No, he wasn't a starter. Fuck him. That's true. But not like – okay. We're talking about him that. going to Nebraska, going to play for Satterfield. I mean, if you look at it, that's, that's, that's pretty much what – Satterfield's been having at quarterback anyways. He's probably uh, pretty comparable to Malik Cunningham. Probably not as not as consistent, but... No, Marcus Satterfield. Oh, shit. You said Nebraska. I thought... You know, there's talk about him going to Cincinnati, too. Mm. Mm. Let's talk about that. Cincinnati and Louisville playing in a bowl game and their Louisville's coach Share. takes a job at Cincinnati. And they're sharing a sideline. Ridiculous. Is he coaching the bowl game? Yeah, because it's Sanderfield playing, right? And are they playing in Fenway? Yeah, they're playing in Fenway. They share yeah. I don't think he's coaching the sideline. I have either. no idea. I mean, I don't think he's coaching the bowl game. That game is about to be. Oh, so oh, oh. I think it's going to be. I kind of you're talking. I, yeah, I thought you were talking about Satterfield was going to coach for fucking Cincinnati because Fickle's gone. I was like, that whoa, 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 whoa. that's not how this works. I think that would be yeah, – like he gets down there, they, he he travels in. Yeah, he flies in, walks <laughs> into the stadium. The team, and then just, just walks him, over. Let him coach both. Headset. Let him coach both. <laughs> yeah, he's coaching both. He's like, listen, there's no bias here. Cincinnati <laughs> wins like 100 to nothing. <laughs> he's just calling QB draws every play for Louisville. Everybody. They probably score a few of them. If they got Malik. But I think I think Jeff would be smart to go somewhere like UCF or something. And he's going to use the fullback. DJ is about to go to UCLA. 
Is he? That's what they were saying even before he entered the portal. They were like, yeah, we don't we don't anticipate DJ being back, whether he goes to the NFL, whether he stays, like he won't be back in Clemson. They were saying that before you got benched. So it's kind of like and they were even talking about UCLA then. Yeah. So that's yeah. the expectation. Dude, they were talking about I hope on the he radio. Goes off. I really do. I they're hope, talking I hope about he, on, I hope he gets on radio as, about him. as much better. They're talking about him going to Georgia. <laughs> On the radio. Come on, bro. Were, <laughs> oh, oh, it was it was Chuck and Turnoff and uh Brian Finner and all those. Oh guys. my god. They're they're painting it as why you should be okay with having him as a Georgia fan. And it was the argument oh, of look what you've done with Stetson. And a lot of the struggles come from what has gone on at Clemson, which I they really couldn't paint that picture for me either. But basically yeah, what do they that, even mean? <laughs> He could come in and win your national championship at Georgia just based on of like the talent that he talent has. like Georgia will coach him. Yeah, like Clemson can't and, coach quarterbacks, so he'll just go to Georgia and Lincoln will turn him into a beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, classic, I, classic, I, classic. I was sitting there listening to. You, I was like, "This is." Such it's almost like I've heard this before. Yeah, it's almost like I've heard the argument too about. Uh, all week about Hendon Hooker, you know, you, you take Stetson out and Hendon Hooker and you put Hendon Hooker at UGA and Stetson at Tennessee and blah, 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 blah. Like, that's kind of a fun argument to have. That's what have all these stats. Like, bro, do you not think, like, Stetson can throw a football, bro? People re- are really like, good. Like, Stetson can't offense, throw. He would have had a million touchdowns. Like, Jesus. Like I don't, I think a lot of people don't understand how much of a like how how far Hooker has come and you can't help but not look at that offense and how it brings him success. Like well, how, do you, how do you take how do you exactly he sucked. Bro, he, he was a runner. He was a fucking fullback at Virginia Tech. <laughs> he never touched the field at Virginia Tech, dog, and now he's a fucking Heisman contender and That's you're going to say he beat our ass. He's not a Heisman contender technically. <laughs> he's a part of the four Verts Heisman uh, contenders, though. That's that's for sure. He's he's yeah. got to be a finalist. He's an honorary. And, and I mean, what really he... pisses me off about that is that some years they'll have five um, like finalists. Bro, you could have yeah. you could have you could have told Hendon like because if he was one of the finalists, the motherfucker might have won. Like the way they played down the stretch is bad, but if we're going off stats and we're going off, I mean, you know, the best player like. He would get first place votes. I guarantee. I totally get the argument about point to the offense, but accuracy alone, like, dude, dude, really stepped up his game. I mean, he's a different quarterback than. I mean, to be fair, he was before he got hurt. He was really like that guy that was like, he's gonna win the Heisman this year. Like we talk about how there's like there's nobody really this year that like sticks out. He was he that was him. He was that. He was the guy. Yeah. Until he played. Yeah, well, and then South Carolina. But that was the only bad game he had. Even the Carolina game, he he I still mean, he played pretty balled. well. Yeah, <laughs> until he yeah until he, he balled. It, they, he they didn't lose because of Hendon. That's true. They lost because they gave up a damn sixty burger. Yeah, they lost because their defense yeah. couldn't <laughs> stop anything. That was tough. What else? What else is going on? Look like the damn Heisman candidate. I just I just hope I hope we do that again. I hope we put sixty three on them. How crazy would that be? That, that would be, be awesome. That would be sick. If Cade put 63 on Tennessee. 
Oh, y'all, I did. I'd have to retire from the podcast. Jacob, you got an update on offensive coordinator for us? Sam, no, not any good ones. Yeah, well, like neither. all the news about the Loggins dude who is just not a good choice. Kenny Loggins, <laughs> no, yeah, Kenny Loggins, Kenny Loggins' little brother. Um, he couldn't be a good football coach. Kenny Loggins, but he's, he's crazy. only he's only been an OC in the NFL and has been terrible at all of his stops. Never co- has never been an OC in college. Apparently, he's a decent recruiter um, over at Arkansas, but I don't know. Apparently, guys in the building know him and would would be excited about it if he was the guy. I don't know if he's the guy. Apparently it's it's pretty close to being done, but I don't know, man. It's really if that's the guy, it's a really underwhelming hire for a hire as important as this one. Um Muschamp fizzled out for a lot of reasons, but a big one was because he kept hiring shitty offensive coordinators and just never got anything off the ground. Um so this was like a huge hire for Shane Beamer in his, in his time in South Carolina. Like I said, if, if that's the hire, it could spell the end of the Beamer era if he's crap again because fans are going to get tired of not scoring any fucking points. So, I don't know. Yeah, we'll that, see. that one does uh, wear, wear on you. And, like, like, you it's got – obviously worn on our fans. So. And it's like with, okay. with hiring Satterfield the first time, like, you're an unproven team. You're coming off getting six wins in two seasons. So, it's like it's tough to find a guy that's going to be, op- like, a good name guy that's going to be open to go to South Carolina at that time. But now, like, you have a lot of momentum. You're not the best team ever, but you have a lot of momentum as a team and as a program, and you think that this would be the time you could make one of those splash hires. But, oh, it's it's much more it's much more attractive at this absolutely point. yeah because you've got a you've got a guy as Spencer that has shown he can at least put up points in the last two weeks against one good defense one not so good defense but yeah. you know you still could put up points you have the athletes and you have momentum as a program that's a attractive place to go for someone um, right does does it make sense for someone like Garrett Riley probably not no. But I mean, someone. I I I really like the 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 group of five offensive coordinators moving up. Offensive coordinator, not head. Uh, I'm not a big fan of that, but I think there's a lot of creative minds calling offenses and stuff in group of five that are a good route to go. Like the Kitley or or is that yeah, is that Kitley or I mean, hell, even te- uh, North Texas's coach for some reason just got fired, but um. Yeah, their head he, coach, Seth Latrell. What the fuck? Yeah, Latrell. He he's been a. They hell said of he couldn't win postseason games. Wasn't that what it was? You're fucking North Texas. Just be <laughs> glad you're making the postseason. <laughs> yeah, you go to a bowl and play Minnesota, and Ibrahim runs for 400 yards on you, and you lose. That's just how it goes. Yeah, you're North Texas. Nobody know your knows. place. Yeah, play your role, big dog. Pop off and win oh. a conference championship, and then easy. I mean, as a head coach, he's gone. He was five and eight his first year. Then he went nine and five, nine and four. Then he went had two four win seasons, and then has been six and seven and seven and six this year. So I mean, he's forty four and forty four at North Texas. You gotta assume two of those games a year they're gonna get absolutely smacked just based on who they're playing. I mean, I don't know. I thought it was weird as shit, but. Um, He's been a, a, a solid off 
offensive coordinator in the past before, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. I'm just – it's going to be – I don't know. This is this is a fun time because you get to see who leaves. Obviously, Jaheim Bell is probably the most notable from South Carolina. It's not super surprising. His, his mom was on about it all season on Twitter. Um, but – But here's my thing. They can have that shit. Like, when their parents are all over Twitter about – like, that's – Yeah, complain, that complaining just, about play calling and complaining about all this, all this and that. It's like – I don't know. I mean, he's he's a good player for sure. We didn't use him up to his potential probably, but he still he only had like 400 total yards. It's not like he the production like I was about to the say guy the guy that made our offense or anything like that. That's what frustrates me about fans is like let's take their name out of it, right? Take their name out of when you won them as a recruit and when they were here and you really liked their name and that person. Look at their production. Can right. you replace it? If you can, get the hell over it. It's yeah. like it's not ideal that we might lose Nate McCollum. If you look at his production, it's it's replaceable simply by the fact that we don't have any good outside receivers. So that's why he had that huge target share that he did. That's why he got targeted so much. It's because we had no other receivers to throw it to. It's like – can you re- re- replace that, especially with the portal? Yeah. So, and my, like, someone like if Jaheim Bell's mom is all over Twitter, it's like, dude, you have that, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I hope he, I hope he does well wherever he ends up. Um, but it is what it is, you know? I mean, yeah, whatever. I mean, we did lose all of our tight ends. Stogner, Austin Stogner transferring back to Oklahoma, get closer to home. And what the, what, Oh, is that what that's about? Yeah, apparently he was – He he's – I mean, of course, this is what's going to be said about him. He said he loved his time in South Carolina and loves the team, but he just felt like he was too far from home. Could be true. It could be, you know, kind of coach-speak-ish type thing, but it is what it is. And then our other tight end – Sam, you got to hope he doesn't get the ball thrown. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's him. fair. it's fair for him mm-hmm. to leave too. He looked like he's running in freaking slow motion sometimes. Um, then our other another tight end decided to step away from football. A guy that I was really excited about for next year. Um, but, but why? I don't know. Can't understand that. After you have huge games, the last two games, you're gonna you're obviously gonna have to start the bowl game. He's like our only tight end left. Yeah, I mean like, Nate Atkins is gonna play in the bowl game, but he's gone after because he's old. But Bro, know. if he snaps in the bowl game, he's coming back. I swear to God that you have to feed him in the bowl game. Be like, dude, we're gonna do this all year next year. Who Nate? Atkins? You're gonna go be a 30 year old fullback in the NFL for two years. Nate Atkins is old though. Like he's too. He doesn't have any eligibility left. I feel like there's a workaround. Here's there. the thing: that tight end wise in the portal, it ain't great. And the two, probably two of the best ones, are both leaving South Carolina. Yeah, at least two, the two better tight ends in the portal. Yeah. yeah. Um, how about um? Wow, it just completely slipped out of my mind. I was in the middle of saying something, it completely slipped out of my mind. That's all right. Well, in the meantime, what the hell do you think someone like Nate McCollum's doing? Announcing you're gonna go in the portal, taking offers. I I mean, obviously you're getting offers through the back channels and stuff. Not sure if you're gonna stay. The coach you want or get hired, gets hired, and then you take all Georgia Tech stuff out of your social media, yet he's still not into the portal, and here we're going on 
day number five of the portal being open. He probably changed his mind. He's just seeing what's out there. Yeah, but like go in the portal and legitimately get what's out there, right? I didn't know Tyson Fomachon went in the portal too. Yeah. So it was. Damn, that's a big loss. <laughs> yeah. There goes our red zone off. But can you replace his production? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, he was, I think we can. That's crazy. He was a top 200 recruit. Hey, he scored the only touchdown against Georgia in the first quarter. Yeah. True. Puma's really that guy. Puma's he really true. is. He should have been Let's the closest, be He should have been Everybody, closest starter from the jump. I said this. I was on the, the Puma train. Man. I, I hate mean, it. He, he, he couldn't go to UConn, field. though. Once we got the ball to, like, the nine-yard line, he stepped on the field and yeah. took a QB keeper <laughs> around the end and ran it in. That was it. He didn't ask that boy to throw it downfield or nothing. But um, so we've had, I think, six guys now. So if it was – because one of the guys came out of the portal that entered the portal midseason. So I don't really understand what's going on there. But we've had Jeff and Tyson. And then the kicker, that is terrible. Um, and then – we had a guy, uh, Kentucky offensive lineman, transfers to us last year. He never played a snap, and now he's entering the portal again. So don't really give a shit about him. And then there's like two other guys that I've. So like you said, Jeff Sims is really the only guy that had production, and and we're gonna have to replace. But I, I think Zach Pyro had kind of taken his job anyways. If you want yeah. to know the truth. Yeah. And I'm I'm over the Jeff thing. Like it's but new start. Like you went through shit here, I get it. Had a shitty situation here, but fresh start. Let's let's just both do each other a favor and part ways. But I would say Clemson had more than I expected. But I guess they, when there's a lot of talent on the roster too, like guys are going to, yeah, age. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It is again. Can you replace production? I'm just interested. All nine to of them see. so far. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't think y'all. I, I I think y'all have yet to see someone go in the portal that is gonna, you know, move the needle for you. So yeah, and I, I mean, part of me thinks that that will continue to be the case. Like the guys that are made a priority, like through playing time and all that. Like you would hope the culture is good enough where you're not gonna have a ton of those guys leaving. It's gonna be veteran guys who are trying to start, younger guys that haven't played. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you can keep it manageable. Um, Especially if we're not yeah, but, very aggressive with transfers, but I was gonna say, but are y'all willing to? I I thought y'all had like a no transfer policy unless it was like a very special circumstance. Well, I mean, we recruited a couple offensive linemen. Like we actually offered a couple offensive linemen in the portal last year. But they're yeah, they're I was always gonna, I was gonna for, say like, that. I was they prefer on... somebody that started right. Well, y'all were so, after that I mean, the that lineman from um Michigan on center. Yeah. So y'all are y'all are basically only offering other starters from teams that are in the playoff right now. <laughs> yeah. So basically, what we did was we said, "All right, what positions do we have a need at? All right, who's the best player in the portal? Y'all offer right, that. Offer you offered that corner, and that's what I was about to say. Um, did we offer saw, him today? Or he's visit? He y'all might not have offered him. He's visiting, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't think we've offered him, but there's. But I saw, I, mean, I saw someone on Twitter, a Clemson fan or something, and obviously Twitter is the worst place to, to go looking at a <laughs> fan base. But they were like, Clemson's finally in the new age, looking in the transfer portal, and I was like, y'all looked last year too. 
Like, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> it's not a hard no, but there. I mean, it's got to be like this guy from Virginia. It's got to be someone back. special. Yeah, he's he started like he led the ACC and PBUs. I mean, like has been a good like veteran player that would only come in for a year. He so also kind of just, like, no, he that, just and that's what we're eligibility. Well, technically yes, but that's not really he's not he just, intending. Right, I'm just saying, like, whatever. He really has. It's kind of like left. bag year leave. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. So stuff like that. Just positions where we're thin. I could, I, I would like to see us take a receiver just because I feel like probably need one. And then if you can go find another Hunter Johnson or something just to, like, give you a, a backup quarterback that won't lose you a fucking game. Yeah. See, that's what, that's what we need. So, we, we're we going to have to take a quarterback somewhere. Well, that's no, what not... Zach Gibson was, in theory. That's what Zach Gibson was. He wasn't really yeah. brought in to compete. I mean. Uh, I think Zach Gibson was brought in just so we could find his brother four-star offensive lineman, but... I That's mean, straight, too. You got to play the game. He's a, pra- you know? he's a good practice arm. Yeah. Uh, he was doo-doo in the game. So. But, I mean... I mean, I... I, I he won... He won a... He, he won the North Carolina game, so I'll give him that. But I'm just saying, like... Kind of. Who won that game? It's really interesting because, like, our our situation, I, I, a lot of the fans, and I think a lot of the current coaches really think we're in good shape with Zach Pyron. And I'm one of those things. I'm one of those fans. I think he can win seven, eight games next year. I don't know about eight, six, seven, if you, if six, seven games next year with Zach Pyron, assuming you retain most of your talent, but you need to bring somebody in, right. To compete with them. But also it's like, is there a certain level that you step on the kid's toes? But you can't also can't be worried about that. Right. You want the best competition in there with Zach. So I don't know. It's just a weird, it's, this whole thing enters a weird dynamic for a bunch of different teams and a bunch of different situations. But you have to bring in at least two quarterbacks because the only two left on the roster are Zach Pyron and Zach Gibson. Yeah. I don't think we have a high school group. So, yeah. Well, I guess um, I guess this is all we're going to be talking about next week's episode. Huh? There's not really anything else going on. I mean, we can go ahead and do picks for the next two weeks. Um, and if we really want to have a podcast next week, we have we have picks to make. Um, there will have been some games. I'm sure stuff will happen in the portal and oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, hires and stuff absolutely. like that. I mean, there's like there's there's the Cincy Louisville game, Florida Oregon State, um, Wake Mizzou. Like, there's there's three good games that first week. Um, 16th through the 23rd. So the week after that, we would have stuff to talk about, I think. Yeah. So we there are no games to pick for this week other than – Probably no, not enough. Are. Um, oh, are we picking? Actually, let's see. So today's the 8th. Yeah, so next Friday we have games starting. So, yeah. So we can do it next oh, week. It's not a full slate. I think there's seven instead of nine this week. Is it worth picking Army-Navy? Definitely. I mean, is anybody going to pick maybe? I mean, no. I don't, but I don't really know which. Yeah. Know One team which. is really good. One team is really bad. When you look at them, you'll see what I mean. Okay. Army's pretty good. Navy, pretty bad. Pretty bad. So, no, no picks this week, but we'll be back also, on it next week. Also, that game, it don't matter who it is. It, get, it goes wacky anyway. It, like, it, they just – Actually, I take that back. Army's not very good. 
Army's they're both five and six. Navy's four and seven. They're both spreads eighty minus two and a half. It's a poopy military bowl, apparently. Damn, I thought Army was good again this year. They both trash. Their quarterbacks have combined for seven touchdowns and five interceptions passing. <laughs> yeah, and uh, just over eleven hundred yards. Yeah, that's hard to well, do. You want to be that bad? Wrap this thing up. Yeah, that's it. That's it. We'll be back next week with probably a lot more coaching news, more portal news, some picks. Um, and yeah, so. Thanks for listening. Peace.